just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. This is an easy one. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <clears throat> Wait, which quote should I do first? Because I picked three. I feel like the first one here is the easiest. You should go in order of hardest to easiest. People! People! We need your money! Okay. <laughs> What's the next one? <laughs> this tastes like somebody poured it through an old boot. <laughs> okay, so what is the easiest quote from this movie? Actually, I've always had a rather extensive vocabulary, not to mention a phenomenal grasp of grammar and a superlative commanded syntax. <laughs> I simply chose not to employ them. <laughs> now I know it. Of course you do. <laughs> Fucking little rascal. Yay! Yay! See, I knew if I would have started with that one because it was the plot twist. Right. <laughs> when you found out that, uh-huh, Katara. And now I can hear the people, people. Listen, I still randomly say that. (laughs) What a great movie that was. Oh my gosh, I love that fucking movie. It was really good. So good to this day, but shit is still funny. Amen. And it's a Netflix original waiting to happen. Hallelujah. Well, guys, welcome back. This is another episode of The Read. I am Natasha Rothwell. And I am Anita Hill. Welcome back. Yes, we're here. Thank you for returning to our nigger shenanigans for another week. Let's not waste any more of your time. Black excellence this week. I would like to give to a young black princess by the name of Niche Graham Henrys. If you haven't heard, you're about to. She's an eight-year-old. Okay. um, Who has been busy giving free haircuts to kids in her neighborhood as a service to her community. She's eight? She's eight. Eight human years so... of age. So here's the story. Uh, Nisha uh, tagged along with her brother, her older brother, to a place called Junior Barber Academy in wow. North Philly, owned by one Michael Boone. So her older brother, I guess, after going to the school, was like, this ain't for me. I'm not interested. I don't want to do this. 
But his little sister said, um, <laughs> so mama, I actually thought it was lit. Wow. I would like to give this a try. And her mom says that she was not afraid or insecure about being the youngest and also the only girl <laughs> in the academy. And now she's out there perfecting her craft and giving away free haircuts because she's what? a doll. What? Wow. And she has the cutest purple glasses. <laughs> oh, so That is just so precious. I saw this on one of my favorite websites because of them we can, which I mention often. And all, not only is it cool that, you know, this young girl sounds like a non-traditional hobby for like kids that age right um but is great at it and is like hey i'm also gonna make sure that y'all don't go to school looking you know giving out free haircuts to her classmates like you bobby i don't want the kids to pick on you this year i'm gonna help you out (laughs) free haircuts in my house From 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Hey, Devon, that lineup is tight, bro. <laughs> and Michelle would be like, thank you. I did that. I take that up. Oh, wow. I love that. And I also love these stories where, you know, kids are doing great things. Um, I love when I get to watch their parents, especially black moms, beam. Yes. Because you know that she's sitting up there. <laughs> so proud. With CBS Philadelphia. You know like, she Yes, ma'am, indeed. This that is, is my, my baby. baby. Um, you know, she's just great. Yes. And, um. I love that. Doing her schoolwork, just so. Mm-hmm. That's my baby cutting hair. Shout out to you, young lady. What a lovely story. For doing cool things. Beautiful. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Right next, we have our pop culture segment, which is titled Hot Tops, The Bottom, The Verse, and The Wardrobe. And this week... Oh, my God. The bottom, the verse, and that closet. Yeah. All the things that happen in that closet. That's what I should have said. <laughs> I used to love them books. Oh my gosh, so good. God, I love them books so much. Didn't care for the movies, but I did love the books. Didn't See, even that's know Harry it Potter. Was a movie. That was my Harry Potter. There you go. I didn't even know there was a movie. More than one. Oh no, I don't need to look at they that. They go through. Okay, no. Just wretched. No, I don't need to I... watch that. Heavily disliked them. Yeah, okay. Just well, me. that is how I feel about Harry Potter. Those are awful movies. Speaking of which, the first story up is one that many of y'all probably won't give a fuck about, but I certainly do. This week, a Reddit user leaked what is possibly oh, going to be oh Lord. a new Harry Potter third person RPG video game. Now, let me explain something to you. You've been playing video games for your whole life and you happen to be in my age range. Mm-hmm. Um, there you would know Harry Potter has had some games, most of them not fantastic. Okay. Right, right. But this game that somebody named Vape the Bro, Vape, Vape This Bro, because it's Reddit. <laughs> Vape This Bro. <laughs> Sounds legit. You, he might have to vape this lawsuit because <laughs> right. I don't really know. <laughs> so he says he was invited to some oh, something no. in a mall, some survey or whatever, and cameras were not allowed. But somehow he was still able to sneak his in and leaked this whole entire trailer, which looks phenomenal. Now I'm not even going to play the video, but I just want you to look pictures. This is you creating your own character in your image. Oh, your own Harry. Your own nice. nigga. You don't have to be Harry. This is based before oh, that. It's your right? own student. Your own student. Race, gender, eye color, all things. You can make a nigga that look like you. You can make one that looks like Beyonce like I'm going to do. So <clears throat> You always have a Beyonce. Because if you can play as Beyonce, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just dumb. Yeah. Anyway, so it says, um, set in the 19th century, Wizarding World. This is a third-person open-world action RPG game that centers around your character with unique abilities who has earned a late acceptance to Hogwarts. Mm. You are a newly arrived fifth-year student to Hogwarts that demonstrates a latent gift for magic with a unique ability to track and identify remnants of a potent ancient power. Wow. So you can pick the type of wizard you want to be, whether you want to be good or evil, what house you want to be in. And they showed footage of this Several characters running around in the forest, nigga, and in the school, and wow, and 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 Avada Kedavra, niggas. Oh, we. And I need it. Okay. And well. so, Harry Potter fans that also enjoy games have been lighting the internet ablaze for okay. more information this week because this looks like something that could really fulfill a lot of our deepest desires. <laughs> Do we know which platform it's going to be on yet? I would assume that this is going to be a PS4, Xbox One, um, and PC situation by the looks of it. 
okay. So if you have one of those, possibly. I don't see this being on Nintendo Switch just because of how beautiful it looks. Oh, wow. Um, But I am, when it comes out, going to make you play it. Okay. Well, I mean, if you make me, then that'll be fun. Crystal, imagine if you can make Crystal in a game. That might be fun. Maybe because I have the app Harry Potter game and it's not that fun. I'm just like under-enthused about this. So we can right all of those wrongs. You need, you know what? Let me see if somebody still has clips of the video. Because you need to actually, you have one. Unless right. you burn no, it. No, I do have a place. To, I'm trying to remember. That's the one with the CDs for games. Wow. It is, right? Wow. It is. It's like little DVDs. Wow. CDs, DVD, whatever. It's games on CDs. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, you're right, actually. You're so, correct. okay. I mean, I will play it with you, friend. I will. I just need for you to understand that this is an exciting time to be alive. Okay. And I am, I am also excited. <laughs> so you can't tell. You can't feel the enthusiasm in my voice. I'm into it. So, um, Lindsay Lohan, we don't talk about her because why? Right. Yeah. That's right. Um, but something interesting happened recently involving Lindsay Lohan, and I just, I was thinking about making my read, but then I was like, you know what? Let's just talk about it here. Okay. So, Lindsay Lohan is apparently abroad. Um, she's got new businesses in Greece, apparently, including a nightclub she's opened, which sounds like a perfect idea for Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> You know, not like somewhere I would party. Seems completely healthy, and you know, no trouble could come for that. (laughs) So (laughs) she's out overseas doing her thing. Apparently, she's also shooting a reality show. Also, seems like a great idea for Lindsay Lohan. So at some point recently, uh, she got on Instagram Live. Oh no. Um, where she was seen approaching a seemingly homeless Syrian refugee family. What? Right. They're on the street. Oh, no. Minding their own business. Oh, God. Leaving everybody alone. Here comes Lindsay Lohan, who is that? First, it seemed like she was offering them like a place to stay like discussing like getting a hotel room for them or having them like some place for them to sleep or whatever okay and it seemed like they were more so just kind of like uh like what like (laughs) waiting for her to leave basically (laughs) okay relatable so eventually oh let me just okay Eventually, they decide it's probably in everyone's best interest for them to get up and gather their things and keep it moving. Okay. So that is what they begin to do. She decides to then follow them. Again, filming this on Instagram Live for anybody who clicks to see. So this is not a secret. The world is looking at this. Right. Because of Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) She is showing us. Somebody else does not have her on day live. So she's following them and speaking in this this bizarre accent. I don't know. <laughs> accent? Like, she... 
She's speaking in this accent and she's talking about Pakistan and Syria. And I think that she's like trying to speak Arabic. Like, I don't know what it is. That, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was just weird. <laughs> okay. Okay. And very safe to say that Lindstrom was not in her right mind at the time. I don't know what may have been in her streams, um, but I know what she was streaming. So, a Syrian refugee family. At some point, then it turns from, hey, I want to get you guys a hotel room or whatever, to then you're trafficking these kids. Oh my God. Like these people's kids. Right. You know? That's literally what she said about them children. So then she started like hollering at them. She says, don't fuck with Pakistan at some point. And like, she's going to get these kids and they want to go with her. And these people are trafficking these children and it's not right. All of this madness. uh, These people are just trying to go on about their damn life. So at some point she like seems to like grab one of the kids or grab at one of the kids. Okay. And mama, who obviously was not playing with this white bitch on that day, (laughs) socked her to her shit. (laughs) She hit the ground and in typical white woman fashion, bursts into tears. I am so mad that I just found the screen. Of course it's deleted, but the screen grab is online. And she really filmed herself getting embarrassed like this. She really followed these people talking about they were trafficking children. All right. What is Lindsay Lohan on? So I'm going to be the cynic just for a second because, for the, you know. For the first time? In my life. <laughs> um, okay. My people have been able to, like, lean into mental health as an excuse for fuckery for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, White people have been very open and vocal about, you know, uh, depression and all of these things for so long. In fact, I think that's a good part of the reason why a lot of niggas don't take it seriously because they just think of it as something that white people say when they just, you know, killed a whole bunch of innocent black people Mm -hmm. or assaulted someone else, a woman more than likely. Angry. Uh, just anything genocide just whatever yep um it would not be shocking to me that Lindsay lohan is dealing with some sort of a disorder some sort of an issue going on up there for a long time and exactly my friend (laughs) i've already read that her family who's in the states are very very eager for her to come home they're saying she can't just leave because she's got all of these businesses and bars in greece and things like that so i can empathize with Lindsay Lohan and any other person who is struggling with inner demons are things that are going on in their head Mm -hmm. that are just off. Yes. What I cannot empathize with is you in all of your caucasity going around in the streets and berating Mm -mm. people of color, accusing them of things because you can't get your shit. Come and get Caddy. Come and get her. Just come and get Caddy. Because I can't I'm call you Caddy. I don't know. Okay, if she can't come home, somebody needs to book a flight 
out there and go and get her get her go and receive her because she's bitch, losing it you cannot just be running around here and snatching people's <laughs> goddamn motherfucking babies away from them off of the street right. you lucky you didn't get cut bitch like okay. are you insane you lucky all you got was smacked in the face for that girl you can't be grabbing at people's kids we have <laughs> talked about it before sis just decide you, you just decided those kids were being trafficked by the like how do you know those people what are you doing? Miss. No, girl. Absolutely not, ma'am. Look. Oh, uh-uh. Get your shit <laughs> the fucking order. Because don't nobody feel sorry for wow. you. Wow. She's really fortunate. Oh, she got was slapped. She really is. Damn. Are you like, girl, what, what is the major malfunction? You was just that you can't even say or get or, or convince anybody that you don't need assistance at this point. Right. Because that was so bizarre. Mm. That was so like Tina dangerous. Tina to like, what's going on with your girl? Something it makes wrong. no motherfucking sense. Mm-mm. We just saw that clip of you. You're saying that, you know, oh, opening a club is, is, is not you know a problem for her because it just means she's not going to the club and she hates the word party because it makes people feel like you know she's still right you know and (laughs) judging her for her past and she's not that person anymore we just saw you at that club or whatever in Greece dancing like a turned over roach oh see you just saw that I definitely did not you did not see I don't pay no attention to Lindsay Lohan it went viral no you just didn't see the clip of her dancing uh-uh was she dancing like elaine off of seinfeld she was dancing like somebody just sprayed a bug and it went right oh, no that's <laughs> how Googling she looks lindsey lohan dance Grease. oh god damn that must be it this is her in this gray thing in this fucking <laughs> what is that lisa renna <laughs> ass tattoo. damn man she's 32 by the way is that all <laughs> Oh, no. That's the end of it. <laughs> I'm so mad. This is... Wait, she doesn't look well. Exactly. Oh, no. Lindsay doesn't look like she's healthy. You being a little fucked up and dancing off beat <laughs> at the club is one thing. But yeah. You, like, trying to snatch people's kids up off of them off of the street. Somebody needs it's to come and collect else. you. Yeah. All of the clubs and the t- the reality show and oh, the Instagram, no. all of that shit is irrelevant. Like, right. Sis, this is dangerous. Those people could have really fucking hurt you and right. would have been well within their right. Exactly. That's the thing. They would have been really... Like, you would have absolutely deserved it. Because are you out of your fucking mind? Who does this? They got up when they realized that you wasn't about shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they left. Right. Damn. Ugh, white people, white people. Remember that song she had? What no. was that song? No, I don't. And I don't want to. Yes, you do. I'm you okay. remember that song. Once I am okay. Rumors. I'm tired of rumors. <laughs> I'm tired of being followed. I'm tired of people something saying what they want about me. I don't know what's more frightening. The <laughs> fact that you know so much Why of don't it. don't they let me live? Or the fact that I recognize it. That is that for what it is. 
I don't really know it, but that used to be my song. Why? Damn. Why do you recognize it? You loved it. Because it happened. Everybody loved Rumors. Nobody loved it. Yes, just like everybody loved that damn Paris Hilton Stars Are Blind. No, and Stars Are like Blind was a musical gem. Rumors was great. Rumors was trash. It was... Oh, you are lying. Paris Hilton had like at least two bobs. Are you telling me Stars Are Blind is better than Rumors? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're dead to me. That is so wrong. <laughs> You've never been more wrong about anything in your Paris whole life. Paris Hilton. What was that other Paris Hilton song that went? Lindsay Lohan could never How comfort. How dare you do rumors? Let me tell you something. Firecrotch could never see Paris Hilton's discography, okay? Don't even try it. Oh, no. This was back when she was still eating and everything. Oh, see, now you didn't even have to see, do See, this was the song. Pa- a, a, a You're se- wrong. Paris's self-titled debut in the year of 2006. No. no. Featuring... <laughs> Ooh. Production from the likes of Scott Storch. Oh God! <laughs> what was the other fucking? She had two songs. Stars are blind. Was it Turn It Up? She like this was such white dumbness. Like it was just rumors was way better than Stars Are Blind. Rumors You're out of your garbage. mind. Rumors was fucking trash. You're out of your mind. Uh... Um, Kyrie Irving has apologized to science science teachers who have had to deal with his shit um, rippling into their classrooms after he was wow. a part of the flat earth theory foolishness, I believe, last year. He was uh, he attended the Forbes 30 Under 30 Summit and was on stage where he basically was like, you know, you're in the... Everybody's had the, the uh, conspiracy theory moment <laughs> where somebody links them to a YouTube page or a YouTube link right. and they watch a video and they're like, hi. And like, well, he didn't say hi. But he's just, I don't know, nigga, <laughs> yes. Right, you smoke the blunt. You and like, I. yes. Right. Because yes, I have done that. I have been high. Of course. And somebody sent me a YouTube video and I watched it and I'm like, you know what? This shit makes fucking sense. Mm-mm. It has never been that the world is not around. Right. That one has not, never got me. Not anything that you knew for certain to be a fact already yeah, or no. not a fact either way. Yeah, I it's just sad that this has actually influenced children like to the point where teachers are like now we have to combat your willful loud ass ignorance spreading it to these children who have Instagram accounts just like they mamas and daddies do getting your dumb shit out here to the masses them babies don't deserve that I would assume it's a lot of kids that look up to Kyrie Irving specifically like <sighs> by kid basketball For fans what oh well yeah I guess. you know what I'm saying I like, mean there are better players than Kyrie Irving. But I only say that because I feel like there were way more people who were laughing at these niggas than people who agreed. So I feel like mm-hmm. young impressionable, kid, impressionable kids would more than likely fall on the line of people who... Because these kids follow what the fuck they see. Right, but you see how it spreads regardless of whether you laugh at it or believe it. I mean, yeah, it, I know. It but spreads either way. So it's like... It's like the fact that there were kids who were going into the classrooms and being like, I have a question. Like, the world is a fucking flat (laughs) piece of water and land. I know. Because Kyrie Kyrie Irving told me so, and he would never lead me wrong. Can you imagine being that teacher? (laughs) Right. And then you have to sit this child down and be like, I don't know who or what a Kyrie Irving (laughs) is. However, it lied to you. Kehlani cheated on him, Mr. (laughs) Wells. What the fuck do you mean you don't know who he is? Oh my God. Kehlani cheated on. 
Kalani did not cheat on Kyrie oh, Irving. Right. Kyrie Irving just spent, after two years yes, came forward and said that she never cheated on me. My bad. Y'all that's can stop right. calling her a wench. I forgot about all yes. that. Well, see, fuck Kyrie Irving. I don't got time for this nigga. <laughs> Flat Earth, B.O.B. bullshit. Well, at no, least he's I'm been somewhere. delivered. From what? From that foolishness. Oh, well, but still. B.O.B. is still out here smoking homegrown buds talking about that bullshit. Lord, let me see. Where does he? Does he play for the Celtics? Oh, shit. I thought you knew. I was about to just guess. Yeah, he does play for the Celtics. Damn. It's the Celtics? <laughs> is it really the Celtics? Wait, hold on. Who am I asking? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was you absolutely are so being white. Yes. Like, I don't know. Oh, white Irish bullshit. Um. So, uh, Mashonda is promoting a new book, man, called we- Blended. Guess what it's about, honey? It's not about weave, and it's not about makeup. Oh well, then it has to be about all them children. So, she was actually joined by Swizzle Beats. And Alicia Keys at the 92nd Street Y, where they sat together to promote her book and discuss this book, Blended, which is about co-parenting in a blended family. Because we all know they have one. Why? 92nd Street Y. Is that or is it 91st? Well, I mean, but why, why? why are you promoting a book at the Y? Not the YMCA. Oh. Oh. No. The 92 92Y. It's a community. I don't oh, know. I see now. 92nd Street. Why? Oh, it is. Oh, it's a multifaceted cultural it institute. It is not part of the YMCA. It's not. Oh, no. It says. It's a young men's and young. 92nd men. Street Young Men's and Young Women's Hebrew Association. There you go. Honey. Okay. Well, you know what? Great. I see it all the time. I just don't know what the fuck it is. I've I just thought inside. you meant YMCA. But. Okay. Yeah, because why? The one. Yeah. No, whatever. Anyway, the book is about, you know, you and your nigga and his new. I mean, you and your old nigga and his new chick and all of these kids. Right. Does she address how she got over the... Probably. (laughs) Because I feel like the biggest problem most of us have with blended families is at some point this nigga was fucking both of y'all. Like, that's where it comes... That's almost always where the drama comes in. It's never you had two kids with this girl, y'all broke up, five years later you married somebody else. It's never that. He came to you and was like, you know what... (laughs) Just two different people. It's never that. And my heart isn't in it anymore. Right. And just as a human being, and and uh, as much as I respect you as the mother of my kids, I just have to cheat. I just feel compelled to cheat on you. I'm so sorry. I cannot control myself. Also, we know all of the business. In, in right. Terms I remember of this particular situation. I remember your twit longers. I don't need to read no book. I remember that. The shit. point is growth okay Issa D is not the only one going through it everybody is out here metamorphosizing (laughs) yes everybody is out here who are you to to say anything about anyone miss I'm just saying I feel like the hard part is not blending the kids it's getting over the fact that that nigga was 1000% of the kids don't give a shit I tell y'all be arguing in front of them or they tell somebody mad about something right Um, if niggas would just stop cheating and lying it wouldn't be so hard to blend families but. yes usually the root of a lot of the difficulties <laughs> is in something that nigga did or did not do right. or is not doing <laughs> or whatever so how many of the something, chapters something. how many of those chapters yes you that needs to just be in the center of the book along with photographs let's talk about diagrams shit. Yes. pie charts and what's yes. the one with the squiggles 
The squiggly line graph. I don't know. Graphs. Those is line graph. That is it. (laughs) Man, listen, she gonna have to detail how she got over that shit while Alicia was running around the world with her man. I don't really care anything about that. So that's what I want to read. And blackout. Blackout. I don't know why I just said that. Okay. But you know what? I admire anyone, especially people with huge platforms who can just be like, hey, we hated each other or couldn't get stand one another or one of us. You know, there was uh, rage. There was, oh, anger, yes. There was anger. Mm -hmm. And here we are together in a happier place. I'm not going to shit on anybody who's able to raise, you know, their kids in a seemingly Mm -hmm. healthy and happy dynamic because (laughs) many people are in these situations and die mad. Right. Incapable. (laughs) They are mad their whole lives. Hawk spit directly (laughs) into the casket. (laughs) Bitch, like, some niggas just don't get over it. So, hats off to anyone who can. Like, really? Like, that's the No, I know. Yes. And I'm not mad either. Like, like, listen, if your parent wasn't shit, then they simply wasn't shit. Right. It is what it is. So, but yeah, I am. I am glad to see everybody getting along, if only for the good of the children. Yeah, absolutely. I just think you know, time heals almost all wounds, that and is as so long true. as the, if you let them. If the if the child support is being paid in full and on time, well, and he's an active father to them kids, all them kids, then who really gives a shit? So, good job though for them, because you know for a while the the sub tweets it was bad. It oh. was bad. <laughs> Alicia Keys really going back and forth with Mashonda on Twitter, man. That was a time. Did they go back and forth? Well, not like a not like a bitch. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a response sort of thing. But I do remember some tweet longer essays coming out. I do remember a lot of what oh, Mashonda was Mashonda saying. Mashonda used to let all them Alicia feelings out on. I think Alicia maybe only a couple of tweets that were like vague and not really. A, like yeah, direct yeah, yeah. but I we all knew right what she was talking about so but you know long time ago they water under the bridge give the, the book a, a titular a song oh no <laughs> she was wearing makeup back then Masanda. she's a different woman now <laughs> she's not even the type of woman to take nobody else's husband no more she's changed she's great without makeup so it's like girl bitch like you fine. aren't really risking anything right. to be like oh I'm not wearing makeup anymore it's like okay well when were you fine you what? look better <laughs> right so you just look like you she looks like Fran honestly yeah. like you just wake up and bathe in sunlight like, like if Fran had makeup on her face I would be like wait what <laughs> like what happens to your pores? It's not that you're not it fine. It's just... <laughs> I don't get it. Right. I forgot that you could wear makeup. Right. It's just, you know, totally different lives now. Everybody has grown up and matured. I salute. Because let me tell you Beautiful. something. 50 Cent could probably read that book. Oh, you know, he could learn a few lessons from this situation. Maybe a few. Ooh, you know, um, never mind. Speaking of niggas and accountability... Clifford Harris has released a new song. It is called The Amazing Mr. Fuck Up. And it is essentially about all them hoes that he has been dealing with as a married man. Okay, great. Features Victoria Monet, who makes the song, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I actually enjoy it. Um, It's a good song. And, you know, cool. Like, instead of it being called 444, it could be called 404. Uh, I see what you did there. 
No, I see. What you, no, I see. Come. We know what you did there, and Tia we're not. So it's more of a self dep. Oh, okay. I see here that he did an interview with Zane Lowe, addressing some of the challenges and trans- transgressions I have had as a husband. <laughs> see, what? I didn't even read that. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Loud niggas. I can't. Oh my God. T.I. the walking thesaurus. It's amazing all the shit I've done. Such examples I've been setting for my son. All she did was stay down and have my kid all the time just to realize I ain't shit. But it's also just a song. Yeah, right. Are you going to actually stop cheating on time? That's what we we hope. (laughs) It's a good effort and I'm sure it made her feel good. But you know what would make her feel great? Not putting your dick in other people. Damn, if I must say in my defense, I think I should get credit for the asses I resist. See, how do you put out something yeah, good? Yeah, that line then- <laughs> kind of shook me up. But then he thought, like, follows that line with like a response from her, which is basically like, see, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And him recognizing that, oh, shit, I can't even communicate. Right. Like, I'm all kinds of fucked up. I mean, let's not so, forget the classic, what the fuck you gonna do? Which is essentially <laughs> the lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> this 404. He should call his album Error 404. Oh, now that is good. Error 404 is really good. <sighs> wow, you're a genius. You're welcome. So write Please. that down. Yeah, you know, it's a good song. It's produced well. I think Victoria sounds great and it's a nice song and hopefully it's followed up with some actions that yeah, reflect it. Some no longer cheating on Tiny. That would be nice. Or at the very least, not publicly embarrassing her. I'm right. Like, just damn. where bitches have phones out. Like, <laughs> I'm like, good but. grief. Nigga. I think after that last one where he had his hands on old girl's butt yeah. in, the, in the backstage or wherever they were. Right. After that, when he was like, okay, fuck it. Because again, <laughs> whoever films that was hiding in an Amazon Damn. box. Like, I don't know. Go back and find it. Whoever filmed that shit was, was underneath the, the catering tray <laughs> with their phone out. He yeah. was like, okay, I definitely can't cheat on this bitch no more. Like, I got to stop. Good. If that's what it takes. Whatever has to happen, sir. For you to just stop putting your dick in other people. Cardi B turned herself into authorities um, to face charges. Connected over them two heifers at the at well, Angels and well, Queens, well, well. one of whom has been accused of sleeping with Offset, <laughs> one of many women. Right there, we go. Who have been sleeping with Offset? <laughs> so she's facing charges. Looks to say misdemeanor here after she approached these women on Octo- October on August 29th and sicked some people on them Uh, apparently they can no longer work at the strip club due to the altercation and they want their ducats well so she was seen walking out of the courthouse with a brand new wig on and a smile on her face which told me that she would do it again If the chance arise. So, sweetheart. <laughs> this is nothing but money to me. Right. <laughs> Until it's jail time. Right. Until then. Um, again, not that I don't understand that fights happen and sometimes you want to lay hands on somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm not holier than thou in any way, shape, or form. Couldn't be if I tried. But you are just in a position that where you can't put, you can't even consider all right. the way, putting cannot. hands on people because it's just, I mean, even if you don't pay them a dime, you still, this ain't free. Right. You have stuff to pay your lawyer to deal with this. 
if nothing else. So, and you will have to pay them. You almost certainly gonna have to come out your pocket for them hoes. And I, I just see, yeah. don't. I mean, I'm, I can't tell you whether it's worth it because it's not my money, but it just seems like, okay, let's not make a habit of this, though, because jail is not too far away. I can tell you if it's worth it. It's not. <laughs> because you want it for these girls to get knocked around over a nigga who uh, allegedly cheated on you with one of them, but definitely cheated on you with girls who are not there. Right. So it's like, I can get not liking these girls. I can even get them, you know, taunting you and and pissing you off over it or whatever Mm -hmm. and hyping it up and making you want to fight them even more. But at the end of the day, them girls didn't put hands on your mama. They didn't put hands on your baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? They didn't come at you with a knife. They didn't fight your sister. Right. Like, your nigga is the one out here doing dirt. And even if he never... If they get turned into dust like Thanos snapped his fingers, that nigga is still going to cheat on you with one of whoever's left. Yeah. Okay? Like, yes. that's the blackest of the bottom line, sis. That's really it. If niggas can find something breathing with a vagina, they're going to cheat. So... You might as well. You gotta really look at these niggas and how they cheat. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta because niggas are just out here. You know what I'm saying? They are out here. They They don't give a fuck. It's how a nigga cheats, and it's how a nigga like responds to and reacts to it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I actually do agree with that. Because if a nigga is like out here and basically got caught and then, you know, bought you a a Rolex or a car or took you to Nobu or whatever the fuck and and fucked it all away and then does it some more times, you have to tell your, like, you have to acknowledge in yourself, even if you have a baby with this nigga, you already have a house with this nigga, all of these things. You have to ask yourself, self, in all of who I am, Mm-hmm. As a child of the higher power that cares about me. Amen. If you believe in that sort of thing. No shade if you don't. You cool too. Is this nigga gonna stop cheating on me? Like, <laughs> where are, where's the tangible evidence yeah. that I'm not gonna have to go through with this nigga, this bullshit right. anymore with this nigga? Where is it at? Do I have any of it? Yeah. No. Because these hoes are just placeholders for other hoes. <laughs> these hoes are interchangeable with other hoes. Cardi fighting them don't make no sense. If he just gonna go out and fuck somebody else new whenever he feel like it anyway. Make a note for everything that happens as a result of this that is annoying to you. Small things, large things, everything. Right. Just make a list of everything in this particular situation that aggravates the fuck out of you as a result of you going that, down to that club or sending people down to that club to fight these girls in right. throw chairs and, and shot glasses and shit. And then when it's all said and done and this nigga does it again, look at that, note, that list of notes. Look at that list of notes and ask yourself, do I really want to put myself through mm. this bullshit a game. This is some real shit. <laughs> With this nigga who doesn't seem like he's gonna stop ever. Right. Or am I gonna take my things and my baby and go on about my motherfucking business? Cardi B, you are blessed in the fact that you don't have to be with that nigga for nothing. Say it again. You didn't set chase to get that nigga. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you have your own things. Yes. You can take culture, Kiari, Cephas, whatever the baby's name is. I do believe that's her name. You can take that child and still drink them in the finest (laughs) of things with your own money. Right. Okay, all of the money that you have to pay to this lawyer, that could have been a brand new Gucci suit for this baby. Yes, 
Probably a match just of Gucci suit for you and the baby. <laughs> Probably could have. So why? I don't know. I really don't get it because... Most women in the situation Cardi is in, like with a nigga who's cheating on them, wish they had the financial ability to lead a nigga. Exactly. So many women stay because they need the stability of somebody going in on this renting bills with them. So, so, so I just don't understand. But you know what? What other people you're do not in attractive. I just don't. I just don't you're see not- the point in fighting <laughs> these girls. I just don't, I don't get that, sis. You might as well fight your nigga, cuss him out, because he is the one who is doing something fucked up to you. It's not the other Cruz one. Cruz is out here getting digged down by Victor Cruz. Smart. Because she's smart. On a, what, season two going on season three of a show that's been well received. Talk about a comeback kid. Yes. This is what you, you know what? I'm going to take my things. Okay. And I'm going to go. <laughs> and I'm just going to do me. And I'm going to give me a little part-time job on a show where I basically just have to play myself. <laughs> Does she play herself? I watched like maybe three episodes. Well, I mean, she doesn't play like a famous socialite, but like just a pretty... Pretty girl? Just a, a little ratchet? Pretty... <laughs> yeah, you okay. know what? There you go. Okay. That is her character on Claws. I watched like the first three episodes of it and then I felt That is her character on Claws. Yes. I want to catch up because I liked it. I just had to go catch up on other things. Yeah. But oh, either I have way. a long list of shows. Cardi, I'm not worried about you as a businesswoman being affected by your ratchetry because people know you're ratchet and we don't give a shit about that. Facts, we don't. But it just, n- niggatry? They just... When we start getting no. the, the court system involved, that's when I have to say, oh, okay, girl, what are we doing? Like, you know that you made Migos just as interesting as, like, like you lent a lot to them as far as a look. Yeah. You know, like, you, don't you made them pop culture Like, I don't know if you don't know this, but you way, way above Offset's level. Like, you so far. That nigga is not. You just don't deserve this. Migos is out here. I'm not going to take nothing away from them and their... I know they're very popular. Their Versace Blazers. They are some, some mumble rap pioneers. They're fantastic beats and catchiness. I don't find them to be trash. But... Okay. Um... Sis. It's just not worth it. It's not. <sighs> Niggas just have an overwhelming ability to just make you forget sometimes that you are lit. They really do. They can take your own perspective from you or you forget that you are actually a bad bitch independent of this yes. motherfucker. Like on your own. Yes. All by yourself. And you can more. do it. Yes. Wow. Well, good luck, Cardi. Meanwhile, Nicki Minaj has posted clips from uh, Queen, the documentary, which is said to be coming soon. And these two clips, she discusses um, first uh, her mother's past with uh, an abusive relationship with her father, Nikki's father. Oh, Lord. Um, and then she reveals that she was in a situation just like that after promising that she would never let a man put her hands on her and stuff like that. She's in tears. This whole like sad thing. Um, And that was just kind of it. She just sort of teases this conversation of how deep, I guess the queen documentary is about to get or whatever. Meanwhile, of course the barbs are searching heavily for evidence of which one of these niggas it was. Right. Can't blame them. Um, Some eyes are on Meek Mill because not too long after that, he posted some cryptic, insta meme about playing the victim or some shit like that oh, Lord. um i don't know and i really like you know it's 
up to her how much or little she wants to discuss. Mm -hmm. I just find it unfortunate and sad that another very strong, not at all like censored Mm -hmm. successful woman also has to deal or has had to deal with like self-doubt and and you know self-destruction and all of the stuff not wanting to work and shit like that because these niggas are out here being a fucking fool yep and they will fuck with your feelings and have you out here just not being yourself no more if that's very real and then be like oh let me send you an edible arrangement or some shit like oh my god oh well, I hope that, you know, the teaser is reflective of a real, deep, honest, sincere conversation. And it's not just promo and dumb shit that is going to wrap back around to right. like bars about KKK or whatever. It's like it's just, I'm just hoping that's not where it's going. And we're, we're did you say KKK? Oh, pick a K. Pick a K. Kibbles and bins. I don't I don't know. What is that song where she says to pick a K? It don't matter. Anyway, that makes me think about um, me and my therapist were talking about how I left my ex after we had a domestic abuse situation. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I talked to so many people who have been through that. And, you know, it's very difficult for them to leave after the first time. And, yeah. you know, what would you say to people about what it was like for you? And I just told her, you know, like. Even with everything for me being as good as it possibly could be, like I didn't depend on that nigga for nothing. We didn't right. live together, didn't have no kids, family didn't know each other, all that. It was still really hard to leave. Yeah. So I hope Nikki is going to talk to, because I feel like that's something her fans can really benefit from. Is somebody talking about, you know what, this is the signs of an abusive relationship. And if you get with a nigga and all of a sudden he's trying to change your personality and make you tone down. Like, niggas want the wild, crazy girl who don't give a fuck about nothing and is her own person. And then they want to turn her into yeah. like some. Like, put her in a cage. Like, and make, domesticated make housewife. Yeah. And it's like, that's actually, like, I'm it's still a crazy fat bitch. Like, like, being with you don't change what? that. Right. So I hope she talks about. You know, if a nigga tries to ostracize you from your friends and starts excluding you from like being able to go out and trying to be controlling and all this sort of thing, then it's time to let these niggas go, you know, and we have to we have to really value ourselves more than we value being in relationships. But that's hard for a lot of us. A lot of Mm. us do not do that. Mm. So I hope Mm. that's where it goes and not, you know, pink Lamborghini to race with China. (laughs) But we gonna see. I'm sure it's gonna be all of the above. But this (laughs) in contrast with, like, to freedom... You know what I'm saying? And shout out to Sojourner Truth and shit. Well, I mean, honestly, to freedom is is iconic. Oh, that's it's never, one of the best things coming out of 2018. At, <laughs> easily, <laughs> e- like undisputed. To freedom, we're gonna be doing that for a long time. For a very long time. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see what Nikki does. I'm just like you know, not because she's crying or because this is you know like a sad or deep story, but just having like. A real honest conversation with her that is like, yeah. I want to see more of the that shit. Like, you're a grown ass woman. You got a lot of younger fans that could use those life because they, they, if you tell them to come in here and eat this microphone right now, they'll do it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> right. yes, things like this and seeing, yes, yes, even I have dealt with this. This is how, like, these are signs of it. Don't ever let a nigga this, da, da, da. that's what I care about. Mm-hmm. I don't care about who don't like who. 
Yeah, that's real. And it also says a lot about how you were like, girl, I'm staying right here. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm being for real. Like, it answers a lot of questions. It opens up a lot of real shit and cuts away a lot of shenanigary. Yeah. I like that. I tried. That's you know, nice. something new. I like that. That's good. So, God bless us, everyone. Um, I'm going to cut off the tops right there. <laughs> but what about the verses in the wardrobe? Still in that wardrobe, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't the they ice always queen. be in that wardrobe? <laughs> 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 All right, Jesus. Let us take a break. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay so letters yes are you ready for the inbox i never know what's coming out of the inbox the fact that you asked me that first kind of makes me feel like well i'm actually proud of the inbox this week it's not as much garbage as it was last week i'm very proud of you guys oh yeah well last week was I mean, OnlyFans. (laughs) Oh, God. That OnlyFans story was too much. I want to know. I wonder if I've seen his videos. 45 grand, my nigga. Like, maybe you popular. He probably is. Like, the... Well, never mind. I don't know how OnlyFans works. So, let me not try to figure that out. But, okay. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We have a question this week from Crystal's Couch from Benzo, who says... Does your therapist know that you smoke weed? I am looking into obtaining a therapist and want to be as transparent as possible with them about my coping mechanisms and how I deal with stress and anxiety. I just want to know how my marijuana is looked at from them as professionals, especially in cities where weed is not yet legal. Is your therapist accepting of it? Have they tried to get you to 
to wean off or stop altogether. I love weed and don't plan on stopping, but I also don't want to be shamed for it by professionals. So I'm struggling with deciding whether I should bring it up or not. Love, Benzo. Well, Benzo, I will tell you for myself that my therapist absolutely knows that I smoke weed. Same. (laughs) Me and that lady have very few secrets. (laughs) Right? Very few secrets. Um, And for me, weed has such a medicinal effect. Like, I am usually using weed to lift my mood enough to where I will leave the house or I'm smoking it like at the end of the day to wind down and get ready for bed it's one right but I use weed to get things done not to avoid (laughs) doing things so she doesn't have an issue with it but ultimately she would like to see me not high you know every day like the goal is for me to get to the point where I don't feel like I need to have my mood lifted to leave the house. I just wake up in the mood to leave the house. Right. But you know, baby steps. We're Hello. Getting, we're getting there though. Slowly but surely. My nose too. I told her very early on that I never had a problem or felt ashamed or anything about it. I mean, like people smoke weed. A lot of people. A lot of right. people of all kinds. Especially when you go to cities that have dispensaries and you go into them in, in like different neighborhoods and right. shit. And see, I swear when I was just in LA I went to that dispensary the one that we went to last time Mm -hmm. and this lady who like no shit looked just like Sophia Petrillo was in there with her like younger daughter who may have been like in her 50s or something and they were like buying edibles for the both of them and their (laughs) son who wasn't there you know what I'm saying (laughs) so it was like people people do it it's just whatever it's not really that uh, it's not that big a deal but anyway um yeah, I brought it up with her early on, and we never really had... Like, she didn't um, initiate a, a a discussion about it specifically, but I have told her before, like, I smoke, you know, because I live in New York, and it's hard, and it's yes. rough, and it just sort of helps to, like, balance my mood and keep me, like, going sometimes. Sometimes I do just because I want to be high. Facts. So, I like, mean, just because I like being it. high is a fun feeling. <laughs> like, it is a fun feeling. You cannot deny that. But and she did ask me things like, you know, how's it prevented you from doing things before? What kind of things has it prevented you from doing before? Has it been able to help you get things done or be productive? And it's done both. So right. it's not really a thing that we even focus on. I don't think that it's an issue or a problem for me personally. Mm-hmm. And the things that I do feel the do the things I do feel like our problems are could be in the future. I have no problem. I like immediately bring them up with her, so she knows I get high and doesn't judge or have a problem with yeah, it. No, hey, I wouldn't surprise if she does too. To be honest, she doesn't seem like. I just it, assume but... everybody in New York is smoking weed. I yeah. just assume that. So maybe she is, and maybe she ain't. But she knows what's up with me, and she's not judging. And that's really all that I can. That I would really want from a therapist. Somebody yeah. who just understands, like, look, bitch, I'm doing the very best I can with what I got right now. And honestly, when you think about it, especially if it's a psychiatrist, meaning someone who can, like, like write you prescriptions, I'm sure when I talk about weed to this lady, mm-hmm. as far as, like, the dangers of it and stuff, that lady knows about far worse. You know what <laughs> oh, I'm saying? Oh, definitely. She, I know that when it comes to substances, mm-hmm. that weed is, like, at the bottom of the list oh, in terms yeah. of shit that she needs to it be concerned really about for me. So Mine worries more about my glass of wine every night <laughs> than she does about the weed. <laughs> she was like, really? Wine? Let's talk about this. Why are we drinking wine? What feelings do you have that you're trying to drown with the wine? And I'd be like, yeah, Yo. Okay, you do have a point, but right. <laughs> for my business, lady. Maybe one is tasty. 
All right. Anyway, our um, we're going to move on to the regular inbox now. This question comes from Lillian, who says, that is a fake name. <clears throat> I am a half black, half Filipino woman. I am engaged to a Latina. We've been together for three years. She had a daughter from a previous relationship. And since the father is not in the picture, I took the little girl in and claimed her as my own. Oh, of course boy. you did. Oh, boy. Of course I worked did. two jobs to provide for my family. My fiance cheated on me before about six months after we started dating, but we got through it, got engaged. And Wait, this same girl? Yes. Okay. And we grew our family. Now she still works with the person she cheated on me with and recently became very sketchy with her phone, hiding it and deleting messages. One night I found it under the couch and looked through her text. There was a thread with an unknown number that had been recently deleted and the text that was remaining said, good night, beautiful. Hmm. We argued and I asked who it was. She said it was a white chick who's just a friend and said she hid it from me so I wouldn't get mad at how the friend talked to her. Now, of course, I didn't buy that bullshit. And I, <laughs> and I thought about the woman she cheated on me with. She didn't give me any straight answers. All she kept saying was that she needs someone to talk to and I'm taking it way out of line. The bitch that you... <laughs> what I don't understand is why I'd be so damn suspect about it if that's what it is. I've been building trust for her since she cheated the first time. Then this happens and now I don't know what to believe. I stay true to her. She has all my passwords to everything. I pay all her bills and I'm there for her and her daughter. Our families are even close with each other. And now we have this new baby. Am I taking this out of line? And if I am not, how do I end this relationship if necessary without it being messy? She could take the kids away because technically they are not mine by blood and she gave birth to them. It happened in my previous relationship with my son, who I no longer have any contact with. Please help a sister out. Thanks. Y'all the realists. Confused lesbian. Oh, Lilith. Is that what I called her? Lillian. What was it? Lilith is gayer. All right. You called her Lillian the first oh, time. my bad. I think Lilith is also the name of a demon. I was thinking Lilith Fair. Isn't that when white women came together to play their ukuleles? Sounds about right. <laughs> menstruate together. Something like that. Wow. I don't really remember what the Lilith Fair was. Um... <clears throat> maybe a book conference I don't know I have to look it up Lesbian so yeah drama. how do you feel about Lillian so your lady love is absolutely cheating on you damn and um, you can take that how you want to take it she's being inappropriate how deep this cheating goes I can't say for sure only person who could is her and the person that she's doing it with mm -hmm. but she's absolutely exhibiting um, guilty ass, Lord, shady ass this behavior. This is a mess. And if she's cheated on you before and y'all have moved past this, she should be doing more to make you. She can't, like, you can't expect her to, like, bend over backwards. I'm not saying that she should just be, like, sucking your ass every second of the way to right. make you feel like, I'm not cheating on you. I'm not cheating. You know what I'm saying? You do have to, like, forgive and, like, move forward in a healthy way and stuff. But hiding your phone and deleting text messages and doing, like, That's clearly it. suspect shit. Right. And then giving me bullshit responses when I talk to you about it is not going to help after you already cheated on me and I'm still here. Like, Woo. what the fuck is going on? No, Lord. Okay, the complicated situation in this is the child that I'm sure you've already grown a connection with and care about and you've experienced, you said, this same thing before mm -hmm. with a, a prior relationship and stuff. So, Which is real. Like, they can take the baby and leave and you never have contact I mean, with that child. Yes. Again, <laughs> like, which is so fucked up, but it definitely can happen. 
But the question, I guess, to ask yourself then is, do I want to stay in a situation with somebody that I clearly can't trust and allow them to abuse, like, my feelings and insult my intelligence because of my attachment to this child? Right. Or do I need to figure out who to talk to and how to get through the process of this kid possibly Mm -hmm. also not being in my life anymore? Because not only does it sound like she's cheating on you, it sounds like she doesn't give a fuck about cheating on you, which means that she then probably wouldn't stop. Again, like I said, it's niggas and how they (laughs) react and respond to the shit (laughs) after they've done it. You know what I'm saying? Like That's fucked up. Hopefully with the new baby, maybe since y'all chose to to add this baby to the family together your name is on the documents and she can't you would think that people wouldn't want to hurt their children by taking away the parental figure they have in their lives yeah, but they don't give a fuck. y'all be playing too goddamn much too many times anyway when it comes to your kids and your partners so i just think you know sis this is a lot ultimately you need to protect your own your own feelings like yeah. I, it would be very difficult for me to date a parent because, first of all, dealing with the other parent, it just sounds like stress off, like, top. And then, like, me getting super attached to your kids or your kids getting attached to me and we, like, kicking and having fun and, and, like, being cool. And then me and you break up and I don't get to see the kids no more. It's, like, heartbreaking. Nobody wants to go through that. So, I really feel for you as far as that is concerned. If you need to try to get visitation or legal rights or whatever set up before you actually leave her because y'all aren't married so i you have to check with your state like what the legal shit is here it sounds like you might not even really have much of an option but you just don't deserve to have to like girl you paying all this bitch's bills it ain't what you i'm the one keeping this phone on how are you texting secrets and and having bullshit and then you done cheated on me before and you acting like you don't understand why um no fuck that fuck that so now the moment where she's you have wasting to your time and playing with you honest yeah. with yourself and in that honesty, acknowledge that by leaving her, you're sort of setting yourself up for mo- multiple emotional blows. Right. But those blows can and will heal. It's just deciding whether or not you want to do it. And honestly, my nigga, like if you're going to be in a situation where you got to constantly question her and on top of that, she's exhibiting behavior. Some people get cheated on and then they get really, really like paranoid over every little thing. <laughs> right. They used to you getting home at seven o'clock. You got home at seven twelve. Who is that bitch? You know what I'm saying? Like some people, oh, it's me. <laughs> some people like, just can't handle it. And it's the same situation. That means nigga, you need to go and find somebody else who ain't cheating on your ass and you know start from scratch but if she's doing clear stuff that is suspect after you've already experienced this right you gotta be like all right this is gonna suck but what i gotta do i gotta take care of me and we yes. don't have a child together so well good luck to you uh with however this shakes out um i'm sorry to not have better news for you but she sounds like a mess yeah you probably would have way less drama in your life without her all right <clears throat> our next question comes from sean who says i am a 22 year old straight male biracial college student my mother having when she was 25 and her husband slash my father was just an all-around fuck nigga. I knew this was coming. He was abusive and sold drugs out of our apartment at the time. When I was two, my mother made the decision to leave him and became a single white mom with a black baby. Her family was not progressive or forward-thinking. We were dead broke and had nothing but each other. She even had to skip meals because we only had enough food for me. 
Whew, Lord. Anyway, fast Jeez. forward a couple years, and the man I call father came into our life when he was in his early 20s. The two of them have built a life where they make great money and have quite a nice house. They had a daughter when I was eight, and we all work every day to ensure that she's better off, better off than all of us could be. When I was 16, my sperm, my sperm donor's family reached out to me on Facebook, <laughs> talking about how I have sisters who want to meet me and my aunt misses me. I had no desire to see them at the time because I already have a family and a sister that I love and I don't give two fucks about any of those niggas. But now that I'm in college studying history, I have an urge to learn more about where my ancestors came from. But I am scared to talk to my my mother about this due to the pain that my father brought to me and her. My girlfriend is the only one who knows I feel this way. I feel this way and she thinks I deserve to try and learn more about where my ancestors came from. My question is, should I talk to my mother about this so I can figure it out, even if that may open old wounds and require confronting people we left behind in the past or just let this go for the sake of the family she and my father have built? P.S. I've listened to the show for many years. Hope you both have continued success for many more years to come. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate that. Young man. He is young. 22. Wow. So wait, okay. So the father, his father is back with his mother? No, 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 no. His mother is with some other man and they have another child. Oh, they have a child together. Right. Okay. okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The man who he calls his father. Right. The man who he calls his father. His sperm donor's family has started to reach out over the past few years trying to see what's up. Okay, I just received that incorrectly. Okay. Um that's hard it is hard I would hope you know here's the thing I think that you being your parents you being your mom's kid um in a situation like this I think hopefully she's sort of prepared for these types of conversations Mm -hmm. you know just knowing that we can all imagine that in it I can imagine that the nigga is dust and gone and never existed <laughs> right. or whatever. Same, same. But at the end of the day, he's still your daddy that I made you with. Mm-hmm. So you having questions or having things in relation to him is just a thing that's going to happen. And you're 22 on top of that. So it's still early in that realm. Right. Very much you so. Know? so. You're still very young. <laughs> so, I mean, I I get what you're saying and why you're hesitant to ask your mom about this or bring it up to her. Um, I'm very sensitive about my parents and my mom and stuff like that as well. So I feel you. But, I mean, if you want to know more about your people and where you come from and stuff like that and you didn't spit in an ancestry kit, then you know what I'm saying? Lord, right. It is what it is. I think that, you know, there are ways to bring that up to your mother and have that conversation with her that aren't like damaging or that aren't, you know, that don't get like explosive. Right. I mean, yeah, that's real. But your mother, like you said, the mother in this situation has to be prepared for you being like, okay, so I remember very vaguely, it used to be a black man around here who wasn't like and sold drugs or something. And, you know, now they found, they done found you on Facebook. Because Facebook brings everybody, everybody together, together. <laughs> even the people everyone who literally have no interest in ever seeing again. So I think your mother should probably be, if not like excited about it, at least prepared for it mentally that you're going to want to have questions like this. And probably all you really want to hear from her is that it's OK for you to. Right talk to the other side of the, your family and all that. And again, that's if you want to. I know you said at first you didn't really 
have any desire to rock with those people. That, but now that a few years have gone by, maybe your heart is starting to soften up and you're like, OK, you know, I might want to get to know these half sisters. Well, I mean, your people probably call them half sisters. I know. <laughs> I feel like black people don't really do. Yeah, that, we don't but really do the half thing. Yeah, like, and, and your aunties and all this other stuff, even though I also feel like I've, I've kind of been in the same situation with, like, we moved away from Louisiana when I was small, and so then I just didn't really see my daddy's side of the family that much anymore. Yeah. And so now that I'm older and I have my own nephew and we live across the country from each other, I'm just like, I get that you can't be there all the time. Like, you can't see yeah. him every other weekend or whatever, but I never miss my nephew's birthday, and I never miss seeing him for Christmas. Yeah. And so part of it is just like okay but you knew I was out there you were the adult so why didn't you come find me like your right. 80s and all that I don't know maybe your mama just cut all contact off maybe they didn't even talk to your daddy so they didn't even know like what was going on with you I don't know mm -hmm. but I wish you the best of luck as you go talk to these people because it can be really complicated and I don't know if your mama's new husband is black, if your sister in the house is half black. I don't know if you have any other black people around or if you're the only one in your family. Damn, bro. He said he was biracial. Yeah, yeah. His mama's white. So I don't know if the new husband is white too and then the sister's white. So you might feel like you're the only one who don't fit into the family like because you're the only one who's blatantly not white it's possible I don't know right so but good luck to you regardless because that is a he hard thing needs, to deal like, with and you're allowed to have your feelings about it sounds, sounds like you just sort of want your mother's blessing to like go on this quest if you decide to do it and the <laughs> no good <quest>. thing is <laughs> that if you get it from her which I think I think I think that conversation can't can and will go well or not be as bad as you think that it might be. Um, and then once that's done, it's really like the balls in your court to handle that situation. However you want to talk, however you want to handle it. And you can speak to these people when and how and where and whatever you want to, like that would make the process of going or as actually approaching it, I guess maybe a little bit more comfortable, but that's still going to have its trials and motherfucking tribulations as well. Right. It's real easy to meet a family member when you're already pretty, you know, grown and not really like them as a person. And then just be like, I don't like that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Cause yes. It's different when you grow up around somebody who has, you know, issues or is annoying or whatever. And you just love on them anyway because they're your family member and they've just always been there. Well, you meet a cousin, uncle, auntie, father, mother, sister, brother, or something halfway through. Right. Are good and into your 20s and 30s and shit like that. Like, and oh, you aggravating. It's just like, oh, I don't ever have to talk We ain't got to be friends <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, like, I'm good. <laughs> well, I've been, you know, I've been going my whole life without knowing you. And I could just keep and that same energy. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually totally fine I'm with that. Cool. So our last question comes from Marisol. Who says, I'm Love writing this name. because I am not sure what to do. I found out this past Friday that I'm pregnant. It is not my ideal situation because I thought I would be married with a nice house, cars, and a dog before Girl, I had a kid. I'm going to ask how many do. I'm having such... Say that again. I'm having such a big issue with this because I don't have a stable piece of anything in my life to even give a child. I am not sure I have... I even have a job to make money to take care of myself. I'm pregnant by a nigga I have no business being with. I guess we were trying to make nothing into something. Lord. Yeah, you did. How many of us have been there before? So the father and I have decided that an abortion is our best route. I decided to tell my family today, worst mistake ever. They are Christian and Bible based. My mother is even a pastor. So saying that word made their skin crawl. 
They said things like, you can't abort that baby or my personal favorite. Nobody aborted you. So why would you commit murder? I'm a hot mess. <laughs> that, I've never heard that one before. Oh, I definitely have. <laughs> you know, I, nobody I have aborted the, you. Yeah, so, so don't have an What abortion. does that have to do with you? That, <laughs> I don't. But this is, okay. Don't, I just literally can't find this. Can't sense make sense out of nonsense. I know the old saying that if I'm grown enough to do the act, I should be able to take care of the baby and own up to my responsibilities. I feel like this is also still my decision. I know this might be a touchy subject, but if you guys could help or if you have an encouraging word for your girl, I am going through it. Thanks a lot. Love you guys. Sincerely, Marisol. Marisol, let me just say this and I'm a back off. Um, I have always believed in that being whoever is growing the fetuses motherfucking business. Um, luckily I can't get pregnant <laughs> and I cannot get someone, I can't get any of my pr- partners pregnant. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not yet anyway. I can't get any, right. Wait and Where see we're what at, science can do. With science now, <laughs> I can't do that on accident or on purpose. So, as someone who can either gestate a baby, nor do I fucking like them, uh, <laughs> I just don't have much of a stance in the, you know, topic of mm-hmm. abortion. I'm pro-choice. I just feel like if you, if you're the one who is, they're just like, there are too many situations where you are like a woman or a young girl or whoever finds themselves pregnant and just doesn't have they're not prepared to take care of that child and yes there are like multiple different avenues that you can go go down after having the baby right but just i myself as a man have never felt comfortable being like well girl you need to do this bitch because it will never be your problem Exactly. Even if you give your baby up for adoption or keep the baby or whatever, like if you're not even sure, like I, I will go my whole life talking about the nightmare that is childbirth to me, as well as like growing them niggas inside of your body for most of the year. Mm-hmm. It just sounds terrible. It sounds so very like exhausting. Oh my, your feet get swollen. Your nose swells up twice its size. It does. Like I just don't, I'm, that's none of my business. (laughs) That's it. Like I just do whatever you want to do and I feel like you should just be allowed. (laughs) Period. girl. Yeah, that's, that, okay. So I will say that I have had a lot of friends in this situation, pregnant and don't know what they gonna do. Me too. And I have friends who have had abortions. I have friends who have kept it. Me I have too. friends who have done both of those things. Me too. It just depended on which time it was. Right, and or, which right. nigga or whatever. All of that, yep. yes. Yep. And of all the women I know who have had abortions or who have had surprise pregnancies and kept them, the only one who regrets her decision is the one who got an abortion because the baby's daddy wanted her to. Mm. It, nobody, a lot of them have been like, oh girl, I'm so broke. How am I going to do it? But I just want this weird peanut M&M growing inside of me. I just want it. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, you know, have had babies under what they thought were going to be the perfect circumstances. And then you have a baby and your husband cheats on you and you're like, wow, what am I supposed to do with myself? And you found yourself pregnant again or whatever. It's been a bunch of different situations. But the only person who regretted it was somebody who did not make her own decision, follow her own heart, do what she wanted to do. 
That makes complete sense to me. So I'm going to say that when you sit down by yourself at night and you think about it, like real deep down in your soul, what you're going to do with this child and and how you can possibly take care of it. Ask it. Do you really want this experience? Do you want the experience of getting pregnant, even if you decide to give the baby up for adoption? Pregnancy and childbirth ain't no cakewalk. That ain't no walk in the park. So you have to decide if that's something that... Oh, my God, so much work. You want to put your body through just to turn around and give that baby up? Do you want to completely turn your life upside down by adding an infant to it? You know, this baby daddy, God only knows. Right. He's going to step up. And- it's not even like you with a nigga who is also broke and y'all ain't ready and, like, the financial situation is the most difficult difficult part like you talking about you still trying to get that part of your life together right. and on top of it this nigga ain't shit but y'all not right y'all not even in a relationship so i mean not even trying to tell you what to do not no. even trying to tell you what to do i just want you to not let what your mama think or your auntie or whoever else is talking to you about what you need to keep and all that i don't want them to get inside your head and I don't want your baby daddy or anybody else to be telling you oh well this is what you need to do you need to get rid of it like you ask yourself what you want to do what what the fuck do you want to do good sis do you feel like well I do want to have a baby but not right now the timing is wrong okay that's your decision whatever your decision is whatever your justification is if you're gonna say I'm dead broke and this is the worst possible situation and the baby daddy ain't gonna be shit but damn it I'm pregnant and, and I want this baby, baby. Then, that is then fucking good, fine girl. too yes and that baby's gonna have love <laughs> let it be your decision Yours. that's all I want don't let nobody else try to convince you of what to do because then I think you run the risk of I mean because a lot of girls are pressured into keeping babies with that same logic yeah. and then end up resenting them little niggas they be the same girls that go to the club Woo. and lead a two year old to watch the six month old you be like bitch what right. bitch you can't do what you feel like yes, you need to do. Amen. That's really like listen to your heart and do what it tells you to do and go from there. That is gonna wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktherita gmail.com and we'll be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show okay it's time for read yes what's happening this week okay so three quick things 
So um, there's this new show on Revolt you may have heard of called State of the Culture. It stars or it is hosted by it is hosted by Joe Budden, Scotty Beam, Remy Ma. Oh God! I think there's a fourth person. I don't know who Scotty Beam is. I'm gonna be real with you. Scotty Beam is a very beautiful black girl who used to be on I think Ebro in the morning. She has a hot 97 background, but she's very fine and is on this new show with them. Okay. So shout out to her because I actually like Scotty a lot. Um. So it's just, you know, like a culture debate talk show for niggas. Okay. And okay. women that love them, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, but on a recent episode, they were talking about Bill Cosby's sentencing and Remy Ma decided to be the one to say okay. that she doesn't believe all of these women. And is there any evidence? And Scotty was like, he testified that he yeah, drugged that he drugged these people women so. to have sex with them <sighs> yes <Wow. laughs> so I just want to very quickly say like the inception of this show the creation of this show happened too late for y'all to still be doing this or for you specifically to still be doing this but it couldn't have been 60 women I don't believe who gives like the nigga said he Girl. raped women he did he's going to prison for rape <sighs> Cause he raped. That's the thing. Like that's like you can't rape people. Did you know you can't? You can't. Right. So the thing that like I found incredibly frustrating to me about this is that this is just so tired. It's so dumb. And what was crazy about this is that she said on the thing she's like, she goes, one rape is too much, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Got yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. One rape is one too many. Hmm. Yeah, agree. And then immediately goes like, but 60 women is like, no way all of them are telling the truth. What the f- who the- uh, First of all, first of all, it is not hard for me to believe that someone like Bill Cosby could have raped 60 women. Like, it's not... Do you know that Bill Cosby is, what, 81? Right. <laughs> like, he and has been famous and wealthy for the majority of his right. life. Like, how is how's it so shocking that you can do thing, that in a month much less a lifetime especially in the way that he has done it Woo! so like i don't know why it's so hard Lord, to believe that he could have raped 60 women but let's say some of them are lying right let's go against recent hashtags just to entertain what you're saying right now oh, right shit. let's say that 10 of them lied oh god Let's do the math of how many people still got raped. Let's say half of them lied. Mm -hmm. That's still 30 rapes. Even though statistically, it's more like maybe one of them. I think think maybe one in every hundred. So not even one of them. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like, get that. What? But I'm just saying, even I if I entertained... I don't know what Remy Ma was thinking. How, if, it's like, I feel like somebody had to have been like, girl, you be the devil's advocate or you be the one who says spicy oh, shit. No. Because on episode one, she called Joe Budden a pussy for not responding to Eminem. She also had niggas mad at her for saying <laughs> something about uh, baby mamas who are out here looking for niggas to take care of them or, or support their lifestyle by getting pregnant by them or whatever. They lifestyle. Like, she said, like, these bitches who be hanging out in front of the club that one I didn't it, it was the way that she delivered it but she was basically talking about I think the subject was Chris Brown's baby mama or whatever and like her wanting a raise in child support or something she's like these bitches be who be outside of concerts and outside of oh, you know Lord. basketball or games and stuff like that and you know she's like if 
if the court said that you couldn't get child support from them unless you was married, then y'all wouldn't be out there standing or whatever because you know you ain't going to get no money or whatever. Like, the way that she said it was like... Why would I need child support if we were married? If the court said the only way this man has to support his child is if he was married, what you mean? That don't make no fucking sense. Girl, have your baby and be cute. <laughs> Just do that. Have your baby and be cute. Like, oh, you are goodness. glowing in this pregnancy. Papoose so motherfucking happy. He just said, fuck hats. Mm-hmm. He, I haven't seen Papoose in a hat in weeks, he maybe months. A, the glee out, okay? I am very happy for you and your impending, you know, childbirth. And I hope all of that goes beautifully. Yeah. Stop this. Stop this. I don't know what... what it's just gross. Stop this. It's gross. That... No. Okay. And once again, all y'all that super, super feel sorry for Car- uh, Bill Cosby. I don't know why I was going to say creepy. So people who feel so bad for Cosby, reminders, he don't give a fuck about most of y'all. And he probably <laughs> will be out of jail sure. within three to four months uh, if he makes it. And will then get somebody to write some book about how black people ain't shit and how you don't give a fuck about none of what the fuck y'all hoes was talking about in the first place. And then he'll die. And that will be it. And yep, that'll be it. That'll be all she wrote. So y'all can stop caping for this nigga. He really don't give a fuck about y'all like that. Yes. At all. It's dumb. Um, also, a big fuck you goes out to Kat Von D. If you don't know who she is, she's a white woman Not who used to be on bitch. LA Inc. Yep, she makes makeup. So she posted a photo on her Instagram, Kat Von D Beauty, of a new concealer. It's called Let, Let Lock It Concealer Do Oh, Locket Concealer. Okay. Let Locket Concealer do all the hard work for you with instant one coat coverage with a tanning, flexing, a tanned flexi emoji. The issue with this is that this um, concealer, she's taking it up. It has like a black tip and she's holding it in front of Cottonfield. What? So. Oh, my God. Why you decided to talk oh, about no. a concealer doing all the hard work for you <gasps> while taking the picture no. in front of Cotton? It's strange. Uh. It's dumb. I'd love to say, hey, you probably just weren't thinking. But I don't know Kat Von D. I don't know how Kat Von D thinks. I don't know her intentions behind anything. And I don't really care too much about her. So, girl, the next time... I do know that you tried to get up on the, the YouTube at one point and flame that other bigot makeup idiot what the fuck is that boy's name jeffree star Star. when y'all fell out but you didn't mention too much of the things that he did in terms of prejudice but more so all the things that he did that got on your nerves the things that he did to you like so i don't know you sis what i know is that this is fucking dumb and you ain't dumb not dumb enough to not realize that this is fucking dumb so if nobody told you and i know that they did already because that's how i know about this i want to also be another person to say giant fuck you i'm so glad that i don't wear makeup because if i did there might even be a chance that i had some of yours um i might have friends that have some of your motherfucking makeup i don't know i heard her makeup's popular but bitch you gotta be some kind of dummy for this Last but not least, um, wow! I just wanted to. I just can't. I'm sorry. I was reading this article about her, and apparently she's against vaccinations because they're not vegan, so she's not going to vaccinate her child. Cool. And she had a lipstick concealer called Underage Red. They would listen to all of her other like scandals and shit. Knew so she been nothing about these. So that lets me know that mm-hmm. your team should have been aware of what y'all was looking like when you was releasing new products, and y'all did this <sighs> thinking you were gonna be cute. You dummy. Yeah. Fuck her. 
Okay. Lastly, I would just like to say, um, the spirit of like, okay, oh my God, I'm going to get fake deep. Oh, yay. Oh, I love, oh, are we doing feelings? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on. I've noticed that the spirit of giving up has been very active lately in my life and, um, and, uh, some of the people closest to me um as someone who i think you know the reason i can take care of myself is based on creativity and my ability to like get up and be like i want to do this or or say this or whatever whatever you know so everything that I do is based around that, like having to, I mean, even if you aren't a creative, let's say you, if if you work and care about your career or your family or anything that requires work and effort, there is a good chance that you're going to have moments where you're just like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I'm cut out for this. I think that I just wanted to say that it's normal. I don't like I'm it's been so frequent that this has been happening for me lately and I know it's because I'm working on like brand new things mm-hmm. for myself, things that I am being introduced to the, for the first time. Um and there's a lot of pressure along with that as well, but I refuse to quit because I would rather go through all of these processes and fall flat on my face and figure out how to pick the pieces up, then not do it and go to whatever I, whatever plan B I haven't even created yet and then live the rest of my life wondering what that could have been. Damn. Would it have been, you know what I'm saying? It's very different for somebody to tell you, no, bitch, like this isn't going to be the tea for you. So I'm just going to push you out of the room now. It's very nice to meet you. <laughs> Bye. Oh, like, friend. <laughs> that is different than you telling yourself that. Yeah. And shitting on your own. Because one thing I've noticed is that there are so many people who are incredibly established, wealthy, have all of the things that you think that you want, that are going through the exact same motherfucking thing. You think Beyonce, Giselle Knowles, Carter didn't have at least one or two motherfucking Please. dates where she was like, you know what I would like to do? Be having some barbecue chips in bed and watching Netflix with my fucking kids. <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> okay. Nicki Minaj just put out a clip from her motherfucking documentary talking about I didn't want to do this shit. Like, everybody has moments, regardless yeah. of how se- successful they are, how successful they seem, where they're either working on something new or working on something they've been working on for their whole last life, or they're just like, I don't think that I can do this. And I'm also not where I thought I would be. Like, Maybe I should just quit. I think I just wanted to say that that is something that's so normal and it doesn't always, and it doesn't necessarily have a moment where it goes away is what I'm learning. You just have to, I think, recognize it as something that is normal, recognize it as like something that is universal. It's not something that is just specific to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Throw yourself that pity party and don't overstay your welcome. Antonio, you said that to me like years ago, I think before I moved to New York. And I'm going to say that probably for the rest still of my applies. Life. So you have to like give yourself the moment. If you like a glass of wine, if you like <laughs> okay. a blunt, oh, well. if you like romance comedies or 
ice cream mm. or Oreos, nigga. Nachos. The peanut butter chocolate pie Oreo. Oh, bitch. I don't even need to buy none of those. It that sounds like a fucking graham problem. cracker Oh, cookies no. The devil's busy. With a peanut butter chocolate swirl. He's working hard. When I tell you bitch, that, that sounds that amazing. Cookie. Oh, my God. Will deliver you? No, it won't. That's a problem. It will not deliver me. Bitch. That cookie will bring nothing but strife to Speaking my life. Which? <laughs> no, you better not have none in your bag. Okay. I will leave if you have these fucking cookies I in your purse. <laughs> I don't. I do have an air, a red airhead. There you go. Oh, okay. Well, I'll eat this. Thank you. Um, whatever it is that you know, gets you through a night where you might just be in your feelings and you just want to get through your watch list. Yeah. Do that for you in those moments and get your ass up the next motherfucking day and get back to work. It happens. Don't let those feelings... Like, it's just so normal. Like, who is listening to this who has never had a moment where they're just like, I don't think I can do this. Or maybe I'm not good enough for that. It doesn't even have to be work. Yep. It could be relationships. It could be, like, the gym. Anything. It could be any... The motherfucking black ass thing yeah but if you just recognize that as like a typical normal part of who we are as human beings Mm -hmm. and like striving for something and you can learn when and how to shake that shit off and get your motherfucking black ass up and get back to what the fuck it is that you were doing before i think that it can do a lot in terms of like like subduing those dark moments that you have mentally and really sort of rebuilding like confidence that you have in yourself because at the end of the day if all of the shit sort of doesn't work out the way that you expected it to or wanted it to at least you could say that you did that shit you probably learned a lot of shit that you can apply to your next venture that you wouldn't have learned if you quit you may have met some incredible people on the, along the way that will be beneficial in the future who will be there to listen to you who will be there for you to lean on who will give you a job or another opportunity somehow like you just got to be like bitch look Mm-hmm. I could try this shit and possibly fail and then keep trying or try something new or I could die. Mm-hmm. You know, like the worst possible thing that could happen to me <laughs> is that I drop dead and that's it. And I didn't get to do shit. Like right. I didn't get to try or not try. So if it's not like that's if you're weird. not wrestling alligators and sharks for a living, sis, then like what is Mine a hut. Yeah. If you're not hurting yourself or hurting anyone else, keep it trucking. Maybe you got to wait a little while. Maybe you are, you know, your bank statements aren't lining up for you to be as extravagant or as polished <laughs> as you want to be in those moments. Maybe your shit got to be a little crusty at first, bitch. But it's better for that shit to be crusty and get some lotion along the motherfucking way than to not exist the motherfuck at all. It's true. You can't put lotion on if you don't have no skin. And, you know, some of y'all be going out and meeting some niggas who could use a little lotion on their caps. And you take them home anyway. Oh, no. And you cocoa butter it up. And you out and you You cocoa butter it up. You sure do take them strays into your home and fix them up real nice. That little web in between your your (laughs) index finger and your thumb. Yes. Just snowy valleys. (laughs) Just no kind of moisture. It ain't none. Now, you still love them any the fuck way. Sleep in their eyes and everything else. Put a little lotion on that motherfucker and love on it. I like that. You can't 
You can't win without playing the game. You, you can't did. lose without playing the game either. Either. But you have to get actually on the field and out the stands in order to even know which one you're going to be. When I, when I tell you it has been months of me being like, <clears throat> let me back up from the mic. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck I'm doing. Someone help. Get me off of the ground. Help. Like, just yeah. endless torment of like, why am I doing this? I'm so lost and confused over many things. Not one particular thing either. Mm-hmm. So when I realized that I have felt that way before about things that turned out well. Yeah. And I realized that people who are way farther ahead of me are still experiencing it. Mm -hmm. And I realized that so many people around me are experiencing it. I'm just like, oh, this is just a human thing. It is. It absolutely is. And a lot of us have anxiety and we fear that everything is going to be absolutely terrible. And then we actually do it. And it's like, oh, I made that a lot worse in my yeah. head than what it was in then my actually, life. Yes. Yeah, I'm super bad about that. But that's very real, friend. Thank you for sharing. You know, I tried whatever. Okay. Well, I just want to say very quickly a big fuck you to Donald Trump. Brett Kavanaugh, Orrin Hatch, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham. All the other Senate Republicans, including Jeff Flake, Judiciary Committee specifically, like I know y'all trying to act like Jeff Flake is some um, like the the new John McCain, where he's a conservative who every now and then has a heart and votes for something like that is not terrible like remember when john mccain was like no i won't vote to end obamacare even though i'm in the twilight of my life and certainly i'm gonna keep you poor from being able to afford anything else like sort of that sort of thing because this whole brett kavanaugh supreme court nomination i don't know how many of you are like following the story super closely shit it is a show it is a absolute shit show <laughs> everything about it is so Every much single thing i stayed home all day the day of the testimony when dr ford testified and then uh brett kavanaugh testified i watched um as much of it as i could hers i had to turn off because it was actually breaking my heart yeah but his you know listening to brett kavanaugh and his bold weevil ass face <laughs> sit there and lie on this woman I and anybody lie that. on his drinking history and lie on his friends and oh. wretched bro. he just looks it was so, so much like a naked mole rat he looks exactly <laughs> like that thing but to listen to brett kavanaugh uh gave me my favorite feeling or one of my top two favorite feelings which is rage it fuels me it keeps <laughs> me going and <laughs> listening to him justify his bullshit and his voice would go up real like you know how when the kids be lying and they be trying to get the excuse out real quick mama you gotta believe what i'm saying like he did a lot of that shit where yeah. his voice sound real panicked and he was sniffling but didn't know tears come out yeah there that's was, how that that is how that works there was a lot of that with brett Kavanaugh. my favorite part was when he named all of those random women oh yeah other women who know <laughs> him it's like just because you can list women does Women's not mean names. you've never been. Nigga, I can do that right such, now. Right. My whole life, my best friends were Julie. I don't and even understand. Karen, <laughs> Sarah Beth. Emily. She she and I were great friends. We knitted together. Melissa K. Melissa T. Child. Shut the. 
Meanwhile, this yearbook is talking about devil's triangles and all the sex shit y'all done did and all these little references to binge drinking and letters that he wrote in 83 talking about, you know, warn the neighbors that we are some prolific drunks and (laughs) or we puke a lot and all this other shit like fuck Brett Kavanaugh. Fuck every man like him who really does not. I feel like he truly doesn't think he did anything wrong at all. He feels like what he did was normal horseplay or things that boys do or things that teenage boys do. And it is not something that should keep him from being on the Supreme Court today. He 100 percent feels that way. Donald Trump feels the same way when he sat there and mocked that woman at one of his rallies. I punch him so bad. Last night, that was just incredibly hard to watch for him to be like, oh, Oh, she doesn't remember this and she doesn't remember this and blah, blah 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 like maybe you should be the last bitch to talk because we all know how you feel about sexual assault and grabbing them by the pussy and when you're famous you can do whatever that you want to to them and they just let you and all we know how you feel sir so maybe you should be the last bitch to run your mouth maybe but the fact that there i don't understand why conservatives won't just pick another conservative Republican asshole judge instead of this one who has this whole history of like there are four different women, I think, at this point who have accused him of different situations or being around when they were being sexually assaulted. It's like, why don't y'all just pick somebody else who has the same asshole principles, but just has not raped a bunch of people? Like, why don't you just pick? somebody else why are y'all so married to this one motherfucker i don't get it but shout out to the women who confronted jeff flake in the elevator before he went up to cast his vote because he had already said that he was going to vote for the for brett kavanaugh to uh, for for the senate to vote on his nomination but after he talked to those young women in the elevator he decided that you know this was only pending an FBI investigation and Susan Collins and them decided that they had a backbone now and they could stand up behind Jeff Flake. And so now we're in the middle of this one week long FBI investigation where the scope is limited anyway. Like they can't even talk to everybody. And I don't understand why we put in a week worth of like time on it like some sort of limit like it's the fucking fbi why don't you just let them go out and do their damn investigation however long it takes or not like why can't they just interview anybody and why can't they follow up with as many people as possible like i don't (sighs) anyway watching the news lately over this past week has been extremely draining it has been very tiring i am so fucking sick of the republican party i urge all of you to register to vote and take your ass out for the midterms because if we can flip these house and senate seats then it is a very different story for donald trump but right now with the republicans having control of everything they can basically push through whatever the fuck they want to so please do get up and vote go out and and pay attention to what's going on in the news but this Brett Kavanaugh bullshit, it just, I just want to say for every survivor, everybody who has had to deal with the reminders of the shit that happened to you because of what has been going on in the news, please understand that the rest of us do still value you. We do still believe you. Your story does still matter, even though the Republican assholes in office 
act like it doesn't. You are still valuable as a person. Your experience matters and you deserve to be heard. Now, I'm going to move on to my last read this week, which happened right here in New York at a Dunkin' Donuts, which no shade. I don't know anybody with good taste who eats a Dunkin' Donuts. This shit's gross. The truth. What you just said. <laughs> <It's nasty. laughs> like, I, don't, I would rather not have a donut than I eat would a Dunkin' Donuts. I would rather not have a donut. It's fucking gross. So, but anyway, it's not Dunkin' Donuts' fault that they donuts are nasty. I guess not. Oh, so on Sunday night, this video was posted to Facebook where a worker approaches a homeless man who was in Dunkin' Donuts. His head was resting on a table. He came in to charge his phone so he could call his mother. <sighs> The Dunkin' Donuts employee walks up to this homeless man whose head is resting on the table and dumps this like little bucket thing of water onto his head and back. Okay. And they taped themselves doing it. And so he's like, I don't know how many times I have to tell you to stop sleeping in here. You know, I'm not going to call the police, but you have to leave the store. I don't know if the young man posted it to his own Facebook out of somebody. Because you can hear him. You can hear him and somebody else in the background, like laughing about it. Like they thought the shit was funny. I don't know if they posted it to their own Facebook, but somebody else like kept a screen grab of it. And so now, oh, God. So at this point, I believe those employees at the Dunkin' Donuts have been fired. Yeah, it says here that they have been fired. And this goes against our core values and all this other stuff about that. However, the, the homeless man told the newspaper that he struggles with mental illness. He lives outside because he prefers it. His mother has tried to get him to stay with her in another town, but he won't do it. But he does try to keep in touch. Therefore, he was in the in the store restaurant charging his phone. Dunkin' Donuts. Sweetie, I'm so sorry that y'all and y'all nasty stale ass donuts had to be associated with these people's ugly ass behavior because y'all didn't deserve that with your nasty ass overly sweetened coffee. That's true. You didn't deserve it. (laughs) Now your shit, just because I don't like your product don't mean that I feel like your brand deserved this type of of punishment, this type of tarnishment because you got to be one depraved motherfucker to seek somebody out because they homeless and instead of being like, let's do something kind for a fellow human being who is down on his luck or having a rough time you decide to like take it upon yourself to make his life harder or like worse or more of a struggle and I just don't understand how fucked up and miserable you have to be in your own life to do something like that to somebody so vulnerable I hate seeing people go out of their way to hurt others especially people who can't do nothing about it like kids and the elderly or disabled or homeless like why don't you just leave people the fuck alone you could just do that it's a fucking donuts Dunkin Donuts in the city y'all ought to be glad somebody was in Dunkin' Donuts at all. I love facts. (laughs) (laughs) You should have just been glad somebody was in that bitch. Places like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks across New York City, all these little chain stores and stuff. People come in all day, pret a manger. People come in and they set up shop. They stay all day. So I know y'all wasn't really mad that this man, when it's not even busy, like he's just sitting off somewhere. And Dunkin' Donuts is minding his own business. Raggedy statewide. (laughs) At least citywide. I mean, I've never had a good Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts. Donuts. I've never had a good one. Looks 
absolutely it's so gross. shitty inside. Oh, my God. I'll never forget one time I decided to get my coffee from there that morning and took, like, one good sip of it on my way to the train and was like, I absolutely cannot I drink this. I just never liked the product. I cannot drink this. Ever. But it's just so, it's beyond disgusting for y'all to treat somebody like that. Because he's homeless? Like, it makes it worse that you did it because he was homeless. And I just don't understand how fucked up you have to be to do some shit like that. treat homeless people like they're fucking animals, and it's disgusting. Yeah, they really do. So, fuck these young people. I don't think their names were released at all who worked at Dunkin' Donuts, but at least their employment has been released. That's the fucking least they could do. Uh, And uh, somebody has started a crowdfunding campaign for the homeless man, which I believe has raised already a little over thirteen thousand dollars. Yes. Uh, no, it's actually at twenty thousand at this point. So yes, shout out to this uh, this man, and hopefully he will be able to um, take that money and and I don't know get a start going in in a new direction for his life. But I wish I could just send him some Krispy Kremes where he could walk by that bitch. With yes, twenty thousand dollar life. Just, just fuck y'all on. universally. Mm, you know what? There's something about the texture. <laughs> It's just so fluffy. <laughs> I mean, literally any other donut spot. Oh, any, so gross. Listen, Publix. God, any crispy, other donut. Any I will other. take Shipley's <laughs> if I'm in the text. Shipley's area. is amazing. Those Shipley's are the only donuts delicious. I care about in my life. <laughs> And I don't. Huh, but yeah, fuck these people. Fuck anybody who decides to take advantage of or to make life harder on people who are already dealing with a bunch of bullshit. Y'all are trash. So that's it. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read and find tickets to our upcoming fall live tour at TheReadLive.com. Kid Fury, any news for you this week? Yes, absolutely. First of all, I'd like to say that we're excited to announce that we're going to be a part of this year's Work It Festival from WNYC Studios, which is happening in Queens. You can catch us live on Tuesday, November 13th at the Knockdown Center and tickets are available now at Work It events.com so we will see y'all there yes November 13th there's Trill to Ween Trill Ween is my Halloween party <laughs> Trill to Ween um, if you didn't hear October 26th we'll be having a Halloween party here in New York and then October 28th we're having one in LA shout out to Atlanta and DC I saw so many comments from people saying why are we not coming to Atlanta or DC y'all have gotten Trilloweens already we gotta start doing cities that haven't gotten <laughs> to experience Trilloween to share. I already know where I'm going next year and I can't wait LA is great we're gonna have a good time and we'll probably do 305 Live in some new places next there year there you go there you go so you go to Trilloween.com uh to get tickets if you haven't already you can go to my instagram bio for a link if you just don't know how to spell that or if it's just so daunting um what else don't forget to check out the hate you give best on the new york times bestseller by angie thomas it hits theaters everywhere on october 19th it is a story of star carter and when her best friend is shot at the hands of police how she needs to find her voice and stand up for what's right all while navigating the mostly black neighborhood where she lives and the mostly white prep school she attends hate you give open in select theaters on october 5th everywhere on october 19th all right i think that's it okay do we have an acronym this week i feel like we missing something but i don't know what i do too 
I don't know. It's what is going on today? Maybe because we're actually out of here in under two hours. It's first time in a while, so maybe that's it. Oh God, we're gonna have to deal with all the. Oh, so you just didn't <laughs> give me my additional. So you six just minutes? decided to say fuck us. Oh wow. <laughs> We love you guys so much. See you next week. Bye. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.